fucking okay. started now. It's on. Oh, it's going. It's all Animal House in here. <laughs> I, I got a beer and a coffee. And, oh, I burnt my tongue. Yeah. And you're holding a microphone. You've got your notebook. <laughs> it's too much, Brian. It's a nice mix of business and pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're doing a free one. Yes. It's been a bit of a crazy week, so we're recording this late. You've had, I will say this now, you are living this kind of weird rock star lifestyle. By that, I mean having sex with children. <laughs> you're sleeping with, you call them groupies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call them my delightful little cherry blossoms. That's what I call them. Ooh, my little... Ch- my little cherry blossom, your pussy stinks like a possum, you've got gynecological issues, you whore. So you've been doing, um, you're gigging in Dublin? Dublin. Then Cork. In Cork. Doesn't get any better than that, The Rebel it? County, yeah, yeah, yeah. they got a lot of Confederate flags down there. They do, and you know what, that's not even the most retarded thing about them. And also slaves down there as well. <laughs> Oh my lord, how do you do, master? Yeah, as soon as you go through the toll bridge there. Yeah, no, I was gigging down to Cork for the weekend, so yeah, it was fun. Um was gigging in Dublin there, met Reginald D. Hunter, a delightful man. Very, yes, very you, cool guy. You and him were chit chatting about the state of comedy today. That's right, yeah. It's like, look, I just think there's too many of them, you know? It's like, hey, you just back up off me right now, because I ain't comfortable right now. Um very cool guy, very yeah, very yeah. nice. I'd like, love to be like Reginald. It talk like to cool. everyone, no ego or arrogance. Nice guy in the world. He's yeah. big into jazz. Okay, I, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he actually is. Yeah. Okay, he was on um, one time. I was driving around Dundalk, and I was listening to BBC Radio Four. So right. yeah, I'm that kind of guy. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I listen to BBC One. I'm like these voices sound scary. <laughs> so I go on BBC Radio Four, but they had yeah. him on. They have like a thing where they get people on talk about music and stuff. Right. That him talking about like a Charlie Park. Is that Charlie Parker? Is that a jazz man? I think so. Duke yeah. Duke Ellington. All those cunts. Uh, Thelonious know. Monk. <laughs> yeah. All Miles those. Davis. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of uh, anymore. Richie Kavanagh. <laughs> 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 All the same ilk, as yes, they say. Yes. Yeah. So you had a good time there. I had a good time as well. Okay. Didn't do much now. Just been working. I got a leap card. Oh yeah, has it changed your life? I finally got. You know what's funny? I was. I went to the shop to get one. Yeah. But I got. I got confused. I went to the foreign girl who worked. I was like, "You've got a green card, do you?" <laughs> No, please, please. I am so sorry. Uh, yes. That's good now. Uh, yeah, but I did get one now. So that's literally been the only thing I've done this week. <laughs> the- I went out drinking with some people. Yeah. But I was very sensible. I'm trying to like not drink too much. You just had one beer while they got shit-faced and you just, you took copious notes of their deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, yeah. It is quite funny. I run back to you like, oh, James. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You won't believe it. Yeah. He drank six pints and he felt dizzy. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he can't get it up. <laughs> oh wait, this is about you. Never mind. Uh, but anyway, yes, so so this episode is going to be mostly uh, Better Call Saul. Yes, by the way. yes. So we're going to do this in the Patreon, but we thought that's a bit unfair for no. the Patreon people. But free people, who cares? Like so. Please uh, be forewarned. Spoilers ahead for Better Call Saul. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Is there anything you want to say now before Saul? Because when Saul kicks in, it ain't okay. stopping, all right? Yeah. So is there Hey, any- have you been accused of taking a piss in a child's face, <laughs> dipping your balls in an old man's mouth in a nursing home? Did you take a shit in the sandbox in broad daylight in front of some Pakistani children? Better Call Saul. 
I was kind of thinking, hey, will I do a little funny in- when I was in the bathroom there <laughs> yeah, taking right. a piss? Will I do a little quirky intro? I'd have to say, uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. Well executed. Well, you didn't do it straight away. I wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> I, I was debating it, and I knew I knew more, like you wouldn't you have liked that would happen. That would be like, okay. The podcast, you're like, hey, bear cost all. I give it you, out, yeah. give you a side eye, like what? <laughs> press pause there. I gotta say something. <laughs> no, but you don't press pause, and you start beating me, and then you listen back to it later in the editing room. Ah, uh, yes, but no, I knew you wouldn't have liked it, so you'll probably cut it out. Knowing you, you have a real, you really take the fucking hatchets I, I out do, sometimes. I do play god sometimes <laughs> and then i have get a little weird notion sometimes like no we won't say it would be problematic sometimes yeah. i get a little bit like oh we can't say can't say the word shit on the podcast yeah <laughs> fanny no no that's uh, lowbrow humor that's one of my weaker moments right there yeah yeah oh i saw an old man fall over today oh, oh it was great like, it was great yeah. yeah it was in work okay it was so, it was so perfect because it's um there's like a place you go and work to watch a video all right, right. and it's like chairs there's like a curtain all right okay. so he fell over just the hand flopped <laughs> <laughs> eventually a little pool of blood seeping out you just put a wet floor sign down and keep walking I was like that's great that's uh, comedy people say comedy about punching up no the old man falling down yeah. and you hear they're like oh please help me oh yeah just uh, the smell of whiskey made him dizzy and he collapsed old cunt that's great yeah 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 alright now we can start so we're going to do Bear Call Saul he might do some nope okay. afterwards okay. it depends I'll tell you what one thing about nope is I won't talk about too much nope has stuck in my head yeah. that's the thing I have to compliment Peel yes. even if you hate his films which I don't yeah. they stick in your head yeah, and okay. make you think well I personally I really liked nope a lot I need to think about nope some more I thought the third act needed some issues Ha, ha, need some issues? We're Needed some issues? <laughs> How come they're not talking about the fact that they're black? What's going on? This is confusing. Has Daniel Kaluuya looked in the mirror? <laughs> the alien should be running away from him. <laughs> He's great, by the way. Kaluuya, He's fantastic. Kaluuya He's, just keeps yeah. getting better and he better. He will win an Oscar within five years. And you know what I did like? And if he doesn't, you know what he'll he- have me to answer to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I do. You'll like this now. Go I'm on. conflicted. He's not in Black Panther two. Was he in the first one? He was. Yeah. Okay. And he was like, I got better shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to make sit what he calls cinema. <laughs> I respect that. Well, then you say that, but coward. Like, and funnily enough, the the third act especially is incredibly. People have used the term Spielbergian. Obviously, they wanted to say Jewish, but they couldn't say that. But no, it's a big... This, this uh, synagogue a, is very Spielbergian. It's a big, huge, proper, like, blockbuster, popcorn flick type set piece there is action like, There packed, is, like, a thing know? where it's like, you got to do this. Almost like a video game. It's like, this, this, and this. Yeah. It goes wrong. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, the yeah. action. Are they going to do it? It yeah. is very, like, as you said, more conventional than yes. maybe us, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Get Out, you know, they were very... Get Out was sort of weird and artsy, but it towed the line. It was pretty accessible. It is accessible. And Get Out was just mental. Get Out is a very crowd, especially at the end, it's very crowd pleasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In terms of that, a white woman got shot. Well, yes. Yeah, that. Jesus, that makes, me, liked, that makes me squirt. That's funny. We're going to talk about Better Call Saul. We just talk about Get Out. 
Speaking of uh, lawyers and crime, uh, oh no, no, I liked Get Out, but I just think it was never. It, There's, it was impossible to live up to the hype that fucking conti white liberals that, were like. You have to see this yeah. movie, which is funny because those conti white people, people at Jordan Peele, yeah, those, that's he's sitting like he's, he's mocking them. We're the them. type of honkies he'd like. Yeah. We go up to him, hey you buddy, I don't like you, yeah. and I'm, I'm under no obligation to like you. Welcome to the 21st century, pal. How's Artie doing? You see how much from the mad TV days, or how's he getting on? Oh, look, big fan of Jordan Peele, obviously. But we're, we'll we'll get, we'll circle around yeah. to no better calls. Maybe I think no might need more time to uh, okay. to digest. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I get you. Okay. Right. Well. Wait, was oh wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, because I was, I got what you said there, and then you <laughs> were giving, like me, it. you were giving me a look as if to be like, oh, and I was like, maybe there's a double meaning. No, no, I know what he's going for. That's not as clever as he thinks at all. Uh, but you know, I'll, I'll pat him on the back. Yes, I get it. He's you like that bit now, didn't you? The the innards, the squelchy innards. Yeah, that's vor, right? Look at that. We're getting distracted. Yeah, okay, again. better, better call Saul. Saul. Bob Odenkirk has worked his entire life to be mentioned. You know, he's he's worked hard to get away from the comedy double act yeah. of Cross and Odenkirk. Here. Double act. Yeah. Key and Peel. Mr. Show. Yes. Yes, interesting. I, see, that's exactly the point I was making. <laughs> before you interrupted me to make that point. So, yes. I think we know who's the key and who's the peel here. Who's the cross at Odenkirk? Uh, anyway, yes. Better call Saul. I'm not even... Uh, you're a cross. I'm like the guy who did the January 6th rally. <laughs> you are Paul F. Tompkins. That's who you are. Oh, Admit shit. it. Yeah. I saw a cunt actually recently walk around Dublin in 2022 with that kind of... You know that look? Oh, that uh, like... Yeah. With the bow tie hat look. With you know? the glasses and the box tooth fucking moustache yeah, yeah everything wrong and like. a tweed and jacket I was, like, I was he le- riding a penny farthing was it <laughs> in like, blackface I legally have to hate crime right now yeah. I have to hate yeah. him 100%. I have to beat him to death but anyway look Bear Call Saul yeah. I was on the Saul train literally since 2015 you were I was watching it when it came out yeah I watched it the day after it came out on AMC okay I'm watching it up to date the whole time you have been uh, you've been there from the yeah. get go yes. I will say this I did not like the first season okay because I was one of those people that I liked Better Call Saul sorry no Breaking Bad and you liked that character and yes yeah and Breaking Bad has certain uh, uh, speed to it yes there's oh shit moments yes. it's like oh shit oh shit I mentioned the Patreon it is like a modern day Flash Gordon in a way okay. it's designed to have cliffhangers and keep people entertained it's a serial it's fun yeah. they're writing it they're writing it to be like I'm going to write this I'm going to fuck myself for next week yeah I'm gonna, how are they going to get out of this it's like pulpy and over the top and silly at times exactly you know? yeah but and, fun but, and they're embracing it they're embracing the fact that this is and they will have every now and again a guy's head on a turtle exploding yes or something like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having fun. I thought that was from a documentary, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. But this was slow, and it took me a while to get into it. Yes. But I think week to week, when you're not used to it, it's hard, and eventually yeah. you start to fall in love with it. But for yourself, you watched it recently, and you just plowed through I just it a bit too thing. fast. Yeah, probably. I'm still dizzy from it. <laughs> and that was kind of the initial criticism when it first came out. People were like, yeah, it's good, but it's slow. And so you were there. It's kind of you were sort of the canary in the coal mine. I ha- I made sh- I made sure you watched the entire thing. Yeah. 
And then I was like, then I'll decide whether it's worth my time. That's how we do with everything. Like. Yeah. Same with like, you know when you find pills on the street. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you what, I only watched Cobb there the other day. How long ago did we talk about Cobb? You watched Cobb? I did, I'm yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. movie, isn't it? It was good, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is fantastic in it. Great, yeah. 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 Are you going to watch all footage of Cobb now? Yes, I am. Exactly. Yeah. Old That's, games. I'm now going to come to Cobb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the first season... We're going to go to season to season, talk about major teams and characters and okay. all that. The first season, 2002, we meet Jimmy McGill. Jimmy McGill. Down on his luck. Yeah. So he's still Jimmy McGill. And we meet the kind of cast of characters that um, are involved in his life. So the biggest one, the kind of biggest kind of force, gravitational force yeah. that has shaped his personality yeah, it's is big, Chuck. Uh, Chuck McGill. Charles McGill, a.k.a. Chuck. Yeah. Yes. Now... Chuck is a major character to start. What do you think of Chuck? Well, played by Michael McKean, who I love. What did you initially think of Chuck? And then as it kind of... We'll talk about... So Chuck initially has... What's it called? Uh, So he's gay... (laughs) He's an electromagnetic gay disease. Asperger's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he has electromagnetic hypersensitivity disorder. Which is not real. Well, it's a psychosomatic disorder. It's obviously, you know, a manifestation of deep psychological stress and trauma. It's real to him, just because you say it's our... Like, pe- oh, look at James. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, look, oh, drank the Kool-Aid have, here. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. take the soup. Yeah, yeah. I've got the, I've got the hyper-electric mag, whatever the fuck. Uh, you know what they'll kill you on Twitter if you say that? But it's like, you know, PTSD. Like, when someone suffered PTSD, they're not actually back in the jungle in Vietnam. But to them, they are. Uh, I'm just like, logically, you're not. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so he's mental. He's a spastic. Yeah, I'm glad you're on my team He's now. mentally ill. He claims to have a hypersensitivity to electromagnetic waves. So he can't be around any electricity. So you go to his gaff. It's pure fucking... Ted Kaczynski cabin in the woods. There's no electricity. He's boiling water with a fucking like gasoline lanterns and yeah, shit. Yeah, not old school. Like he's camping. His, yes. his life is camping. Basically, even when he's in a house, he's in a tent. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like pure fucking Paul Bunyan shit. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And we kind of find out a little more about Chuck. So Chuck literally can't go to work. He set up a company. Uh, which, uh, Hamlin Hamlin McGill. Yes. yes. He can't even go there. Yeah. And now Howard Hamlin is in charge of space. And Howard Hamlin's start is meant to be like this sleazy kind of villain. Yeah, away. but he's actually a really... I really liked him. Yeah, and the more you find out about him, the more you're like, this guy is a decent, honest man. He's a good I, guy. I look what happens to the decent man around yeah, here. Yeah, that's a right. A decent white man in this society. <laughs> Along comes Lalo. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Oh. Across the border. I tell you, yeah, yeah, yeah. But does he have his papers? <laughs> I don't think so, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So he's Jimmy is down on his luck. He's got his brother. Now, what, what exactly he's specializing in? Is What kind of law is it at it's, the start? It's uh, specializing in... Basically, like, um, like public defender shit. Public like? defender, like helping old people and shit yeah, like that. You know, kind of yeah. like you know, or like people who like the Kettlemans, for example, have been wrongly accused of whatever like uh, that. So, embezzling money, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jimmy is doing his stuff. He's trying to stay on the straight and narrow, but Jimmy is an addict. Yes, in a way, to not crime per se, but like the the hustle, the hustle, the swizzle, the game, the juice, baby. <laughs> Because apparently we find out back in the old days he used to be known. He used to go by the moniker 
Slipping Jimmy. Yes. Yeah. Now, I do love the little scams. They're very fond of scams. Yes. It just made me think, oh, I wish I could run scams and schemes. And, yeah. you know. I was going to do some scams. I was going to go to a woman and be like, oh, do you want to have sex? Ooh, oh, oh, I've got a I'm, watch. I'm <laughs> slipping Jimmy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've yeah. got a coin here. It's worth a lot of money. Do you yeah. want to have sex, do you? Oh, this watch is worth. Oh, I've dropped my watch. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just hire some random fat guy. It's <laughs> a fat guy to have a heart attack. Oh, you have a heart attack. you got to suck my cock. <laughs> Well, yeah, so I'm Kevin Costner. So what uh, What would you call him? Like a con man, a grifter. Yeah, a con man. A con no. artist. You know? I do love the fact that it starts off the scams are fun. We, the audience, are watching the scams. Yeah. And they get very long where it's like, um, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, this is my wife. We're doing this. We need money for this. And then yeah, yeah. big, big. And you're having fun watching it. And as it goes along, especially in season six, the scams are very sad, aren't they? Yeah. They're not really scams at all. They're, They're just kind of... Cruel and manipulative and ruining people's lives. Yeah, especially near the end, is just stealing some shoes, you know? Oh, well, yeah, that's kind of post-breaking bad. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Well, that's the very, very end is him, like... I was thinking, like, at the end, season six, when he's doing those scams where he's robbing a guy with cancer, yeah. that's like an alcoholic drinking, like, hand sanitizer. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like that level, just like, I just need it. Okay? Yes. I know it's bad. I know it's kill me, I just need it. Just needs it. So they call, he called himself Slippin' Jimmy because no one could take a fall like him, you know? Yeah, in Chicago. He'd take an old tumble and uh, he'd get some a sweet, sweet payout. And then we see a, another flashback, him and his dad's shop. Oh, yeah. And he sees his dad as this very weak, easily he, fooled cunt. Yeah, like somebody comes in and is like, hey, my car broke down. Give me all the money in the register <laughs> and your shoes. Like, oh, well, you know, I got to help you out there. You're down on your luck, buddy. And the kid, like little... Child Jimmy or uh, Jimmy McGill's yeah. like, Dad, you're an idiot. <laughs> and then, yeah, that one particular guy is like, Wolves and sheep, kid. Yeah, there's wolves and sheep, and you, you're either a wolf or a sheep. I've been living by that motto every day now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one do you think you are, though? I'm Ryan? Just driving around the schools. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Slippy Brian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've slipped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the big kind of driving force of season one is Jimmy trying to stay on the straight and narrow. Yes. And then getting involved in the Kettlemans, who are a very kind of like idiotic uh, couple who are trying to break bad. Ironically, they're trying to do something. Okay. They're doing a bad job at it. Yeah. And then slowly getting involved with like Mike and that kind of world right there. But right. very, very mild involvement in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think of actually uh, Mike in the series? Mike's great in it. Yeah. Like he's... It's a whole fresh... Uh, um, I what's Jonathan Banks? Jonathan I'm Banks. I'm just so happy Jonathan Banks is working. Yeah, one of those guys like it's good. In another world, it's like one of those guys like oh he's that guy in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, he, I know he, he died in an alleyway somewhere, you know. <laughs> or he just became a carpenter or something like that, you know. He, yeah, he could... I mean, you really didn't see. I mean, I think he was he would just sort of pop up on like random episodes of Law and Order and NCIS. That you kind know? of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the fact that he'd, he'd done so well and he got really, especially with Mike, got a lot of room to breathe and that. Yeah. Now I kind of got sick of the whole granddaughter stuff. I was like, I get it. You got a granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. Mike, we need more. We need more, bitch. Why don't you eat? <laughs> why, why aren't you working, bitch? Why am I giving? I'm giving you all this more fucking money <laughs> bitch yeah so who is it Jonathan we, I don't like the direction you're going there I'm just trying something if you would just give me a second let me find the character what if he one day takes his penis out in front of his granddaughter 
And he says, wolves and sheep, wolves and sheep. And he starts jerking off. Uh, no. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, as I mentioned, he's slowly dabbling the world. Jimmy is. Yeah. At one stage, he finds the money the Kettleman's have taken. Right. He decides not to take it. Is this season one? Season still? one, still. Okay, yeah. Right. It's all season one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, it's very mild. What I liked about this is early breaking. Sorry, early Better Call Saul is all very mild stuff. Yes. It's like, I got some money. Should I take it? Or should I not? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to change some documents to make someone look foolish. It's yeah. that level, and then it slowly morphs into like bullet in the fucking head yeah and uh, mike his character is just he's a toll booth operator working yeah. at the courthouse where jimmy mcgill is always yeah, exactly yeah, and yeah, find yeah. a former uh soldier cop think, well cop but i think they mentioned he's done uh oh probably yeah did a tour in vietnam yeah there or is something. some scene where he's talking about vietnam he talks about guns jamming and he gives like a like that kind of look yeah yeah so you could believe there's still Vietnamese I think it's the M16 that was pretty renowned for it. like they were in Vietnam and the gun would jam really badly yeah especially when it gets wet which yeah, is great yeah, in yeah. fucking Vietnam yes yeah yeah, yeah. smelly place with lots of <laughs> yucky grime and dirt you know and William Defoe smoking weed <laughs> Uh, uh, and then Jimmy stumbles upon an elder abuse case, and uh, yes, that kind of becomes a kind of thing that goes on for other seasons. The as well. Sandpiper case. Mm. Now, okay, so Hamlin, Hamlin, McGill is this big, respectable law firm that's basically run by Howard Hamlin and Chuck McGill used to run it. And is it Jimmy's trying to get a job with them? No, he just wants a payout. Oh, so okay. his whole thing, season one, is look, my brother doesn't work here anymore, and he's basically not coming back. So just give Chuck a oh, big so payout. Oh, so buy him out, right? Yeah, buy yeah, him yeah, out. Yeah. Give Chuck a payout. Chuck won't ask because Chuck's weird like that. I think Chuck, he's kind of determined. I will beat this illness and I'll be yeah. back working. Well, let's try and psychoanalyze Chuck for a minute. Yeah. Well, I like what Chuck is. Um, they, they kind of emphasize the fact that like he hates. So we find out uh, he's responsible for Jimmy not getting a job. Yeah, Jimmy tried to. Jimmy started off in the paper room and then he took the bar exam. While still working the the mail room in Hamlin, Hamlin McGill, but when he tries to get a job there, it turns out Chuck was the one who stopped him. And then Jimmy's like, "Why did you stop me?" He's like, "Because you're not a real lawyer. Yeah. You're slipping, Jimmy. Yeah. And that's all you'll ever be. And I don't. I still love you. You're still my brother, but you can't help it. It's in your nature. You're a con man and a grifter. Hmm. And it's almost like, do you create the monster, or is the monster already there in a way? You know, did that create well Saul? No, I think it was always it was always, always in there. You know, yeah. it's inherent. You know, it, Chuck see, saw it from a young age. He saw his brother be slipping Jimmy in Chicago. He and, like he even saw him as a child, probably stealing money out of the shop yeah. that his dad owns. Well, also Chuck the shop is, goes bankrupt. Chuck is basically crippled with bitterness as well. Like, yes. he's so he hates even like the fact that like. Jimmy, he sees, like, swans through life and can be likable. Yeah. And Chuck can't even tell a joke. Like, Chuck is, yeah. like, just just not a people person. No. Which is not, like, a bad thing, but He's he can't deal with it. He's very You know, and it's kind of like, you're. I'm Chuck and you're slipping, Jimmy. There's a guy uh, in work who's a very handsome guy with big muscles, all right? Yeah, yeah. He makes me sick. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's how I, I'm basically Chuck now. Yeah, I can identify with Chuck, you know, kind of. He's, like he's like a guy who, like, stopped doing comedy, you know? He's kind of like that. There's a lot of them around. Yeah, yeah now they're just wrapped in space blankets, <laughs> crying every time the phone rings. Every, every time you see Ashling B, you're like, no! <laughs> Here, we're like two months away from that, you know. <laughs> Turn off that 8 out of 10 cats rerun! Ah! 
so season one nice little gentle easing yeah to it, i'm know? Know, kind of as because i did binge watch it and season six is so fresh in my mind because it's so crazy mm. it's hard to remember season oh, that's why one. i'm going to go through these very kind of quickly i'm kind of get further into it because it gets each season gets ticker and ticker and more breaking bad like yes so we'll get through it very quick don't worry I see the way you're rolling your eyes. Oh. <laughs> Falling asleep, <laughs> kicking out my phone like, Meh. yeah. Oh, look at that. Kevin Bacon's trending on Twitter. <laughs> What's he up to now? <laughs> oh, the bacon. You gotta love the bacon. Huh? Oh, you're still doing your, uh, okay. Yeah. Your podcast, is it? You do it at me. <laughs> so, season two, we introduce uh, Egg Begley Jr., Yes. The man yeah. right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great performance. I've always liked Ed Begley Jr. Although one thing I have to say about this. Did you notice that his voice is very hoarse and raspy? Yeah. Has he got throat is? cancer or something? I don't know that. I know he like drinks piss or something. Uh, oh. I, no, I, I do think he's very big in recycling water. He's a very environmentalist. He's, he's very kind of environmentalist. Guy. Also, not so much anymore, but one of the first 9-11 truthers. Oh, he great. was very big about there's the a, there's 9/11 a lovely little collection movement. of famous uh, 9/11 truthers. Yeah, Charlie uh, Sheen. Charlie Sheen, him, uh, Ed Asner. There's yeah, a, there's a fun mix of people like, like that. Oh, hang on, there's Whoopi like, Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, they've got the inside <laughs> scoop. They know what's going down. But yeah, I remember there would be clips of. Ed Begley Jr., like, he's basically given, like, this TED Talk, and he's, like, he's reading parts of the 9-11 Commission report, and he's, like, oh, it's of no legal bearing where the financial aid comes from. What? So, it it doesn't matter who paid for 9-11? This is a disgrace. Yeah. Yeah, and I was, like, that's, that's my man right there. He can be a queer environmentalist all he wants if he's rocking the 9-11 truth movement Cadden and the Bagley man together well, back then last. like 9-11 truerism uh, was kind of like uh, star signs in a way it's like that's what she, like she likes star signs yeah he thinks Jews cause 9-11 it was yeah. like a fun quirky little thing no you know? no no look what you're doing there you're not going to your you're right yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's true you're under the bus there <laughs> isn't it but actually you know what that's actually programming right there so I just immediately assume anti-Semite yeah we're the most patriotic un-anti-Semitism thing you can do is not believe the government because the second they get the chance it's the ovens point two you know what I'm saying <laughs> virtual reality ovens that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay well let's get back to no I was going to make another point uh, you see Ken Burns new documentary out about the, it's called the US and the Holocaust and it's all about the US helping the Holocaust oh okay it's all about all the companies that helped like IBM, IBM and all that and the Ford fact that, and the fact that America Fridge just like we're not letting any Jews in here like there was like stopping Jews from going yeah, in yeah. They were not, and they were like they, like you know the way people say like didn't find out about the camps I'm getting really excited now yeah didn't find out about the camps until the soldiers actually burst in until Band of Brothers Damien Lewis saw it yeah lies they lies. knew about the camps for years yeah 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 not years maybe for, for ages I knew mean about who, the camps. who built the railroads that the trains ran on huh I Rockefellers alright oh, okay no what you meant from I thought you meant Asians <laughs> Yes, Asian Americans. John Cho. John Cho helped the, the Holocaust. All the Lulu Chews. Yeah, yeah. Lucy Lou. So I? that's season two there. Uh, Wait, hang on. Now. What did season one... Did So it's just the Sandpiper thing? What's the big... Uh, is there any big moments? Uh, the fat guy died. Okay, yeah. Toby died. I'm supposed to be sad about that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sophie Hagen died. Right. <laughs> and then season two is Ed Bigley Jr. And, okay, uh, so... 
yeah, fucking Saul or well, like still Jimmy, he gets a job at this company, at this law firm, but he starts like trying his best to get fired. So he starts like wearing flashy suits yeah, and which will come back later. Playing and not the, flushed in the toilet, playing the bagpipes. Another thing, uh, we find out he has a job. He has a real love for TV commercials and filming. There's a little bit yeah. of him that likes that. He loves the sleazy kind of carny-like aspect yeah. of that. That's the thing. He has the ability and the knowledge and the skill to work within the parameters of the very well-respected, esteemed law firms. But he just can't help but be, you know, he loves the glitz and glamour and the sleaze because he knows, he, he recognises there's a gap in the market. If somebody with my skill can get in there and really grift these old mongoloids, yeah. I could bleed them dry. The scene that I think really, when I think Jimmy McGill, yeah. I always think of, is in, I think, season four, he has his law license suspended. Yes. So he has to get a job. He yeah. goes, do you remember, he goes to the photocopier shop. Yeah. And he gives this big, amazing spiel. It's all fake, by the way, about how, like, the photocopier is the most important kind of organ in a company. Yeah, and so, like, yeah. I used to work there and know how important it is. And they, like, it wows them. Yes. And they're like, you got the job. And the thing is, like, for he, him, it's like a dog chasing a car. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I don't want... To. Like, yeah, he immediately turned around and was like, what? Seriously? You're giving me the job? You two are idiots. Yeah. I don't want to work here, but you're fucking mongoloids if you... Well, he didn't use that yeah, word. Yeah, he did that. That's what I heard. I punched it up. I was like, hey, Vince. Yeah. You know who plays one of those guys? Uh, the guy who plays Uncle Jack in Always Sunny. Remember, really? Remember Charlie Kelly's Peter oh, Wonko? I didn't notice that, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an odd choice there. Yeah. Um, I said it's good. I'll tell you what. Like, dude, like, Odenkirk's a lot of comedy connections. There's a lot of fun comedy people, and it's like, Bender's in it. John uh, DiMaggio? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of Who people. Who does he play? He plays, like, a fat builder. Okay. Uh, well, I suppose he just said builder in the well, script. Actually, because Bill Burr was in Breaking Bad and Joe DeRosa's in yeah, Better Call Saul. Yeah, uh, Lewell, uh, and, whatever his name is. And they had a podcast together. Yes. Back in the day. Good. Yeah, you're making connections Look at there. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, if we were to be cast, which one? I'd probably be Breaking Bad, and you'd be Better Call Saul. I think, yeah, I'd be like the guy with the baseball cards. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. By the way, I love that card. I'd have a black wife now. <laughs> Pretty sweet. I agree with her. <laughs> I told you online, people are like, he got cooked. Yeah. Yeah, Burr got cooked. By DeRosa. Uh, no, 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 it's like some black guy. It's like LeBron like, James. Yeah, they've got all the research. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, some black guy banged his wife. Yeah. Who? I don't know, but I've done the research. Lavelle Crawford, <laughs> the guy who played Huel. How do you think he lost all that weight? He's been fucking Bill Burr's wife. Ah, unbelievable. Get off of her right now. They call it the beast with two backs. Now I know why. Oh. Hmm, that one could be. Hmm, hmm, that's getting a little little bit close to the line there no? uh, uh, I think yeah. uh, I think I'll ra- I think I'll be quiet for a little bit in season three Brian let's continue season three introduces Gus um, a lovely introduction oh Gus no, Fring yeah no big like dun dun yeah. he's just in the background there and slowly comes in I've forgotten that like technically uh, Jimmy doesn't know who Gus is like no they don't have any real direct. The only connect. The only thing that connects them is uh, Mike. Yeah, Mike's Mike's Mike Mike Armand Trout. Yeah, and Mike gets more involved in Gus. We meet Hector as well. Uh, Hector, yeah, yes, great. Yeah. He's God, great. Yeah. He was great. Star of Ace Ventura. And it turned out he was trans. I think I didn't watch the movie fully. He's in Ace Ventura. Hector. 
He's the landlord. landlord. Yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. you of all people, I thought you I was. You know what? When you said Hector, I pictured Ignacio. Oh, right, okay. No, Hector Salamanca, yeah, the yeah. bell man. Yeah, yeah. The so bell There's hawk. Nacho and Hector. Nacho. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nacho's also great. He's fantastic. I do yeah. love the fact he's got two girls back in the apartment and seems to be like strung out all the yeah, time. Yeah, he just comes home and throws meth at them. It's yeah. like there. And they're playing with electrics and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, let him have it, yeah. Do a puzzle. <laughs> do your Jenga net there, and I'll, I'll what you do it, and I'll just have your hole there. And I feel like I'll pull it in for a few minutes, yeah, but I'm not maybe. arsed. Yeah, we'll see. Too busy with FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Hector Salamanca, and we see him walking and talking and yeah. being a real, a real asshole, yeah. grooving around, doing the worm like he's loving life. Yeah. He's like, I'm, not, I'm never going to stop walking. <laughs> I just love to dance. <laughs> I don't need that gay bell. <laughs> Who wants to see me limbo? (laughs) So, now, do you like how they slowly introduced the Breaking Bad elements into it? Yeah, because, I mean, you are going to have to at some point. They did it very subtly. I think there was a while where they do it, like, and it was only, like, in season five, I remember things like, this is very Breaking Bad right here. It's like when Hank showed up, it's like, okay, we got Hank, we got Hector, we got Gus, we got... But what's good is, you know... When they sort of introduce the um, Breaking Bad characters, really your main perspective for a lot of that time is with characters that you hadn't seen, like Ignacio, a.k.a. Nacho. Mm. Like, he's really, you know... And then, obviously, we find out he's responsible for spasticating Hector. Yeah. You know? Now, a big thing they did in this is they made characters we cared about that we didn't know what happened to. Yes. So we know Saul isn't going to get... Let's say Saul's in some scene in the desert. We know he's not going to get killed. Yeah, we know he's not going to die. Yeah, Yeah, and same with Mike. But same with Nacho and Kim... Kim was the big thing oh, there. Oh, yeah, we everyone, haven't talked about Kim yet. Now, Kim, everyone loves Kim. Yes, Kim's uh, great. Kim Wexler, even, you, now, you you normally wouldn't like white women. But yeah, this is, no, this sure, is, just say that. Yeah, yeah, go on, just say that. No context. <laughs> Not even in a jokey way. That's the thing. You see, you, you retrospectively, you'll go, oh, I already meant it as a joke. Yeah. Hadn't. But right there, you said it very matter-of-factly. Yeah. And you'll notice, dear listener, go back to many episodes this is a recurring theme Brian likes to do. He thinks I don't see his tricks, aka slipping Jimmy. Yeah, have your beer there. Go I on. I do that a lot where like we're we're a bunch of people. I'm like, yeah. oh James doesn't like Jews. <laughs> I'm <laughs> joking around. See you later. <laughs> but anyway, well yeah, no, but in this case you're right. I don't like white women. But Never have. She's actually like the most unwhite woman white woman she's ever a boss seen. Bitch. She's a working woman she's though. She's a writer to She's bitch. not on Twitter. No. She's doing fucking she gets up in the morning. Yeah. Gets showered, gets in her car, and crashes it. Like a real woman, you know? That was a very. That really, like, whoa. I always, if I'm tired and I'm driving, I always think about that. Like, yes. that's a very realistic. Like, it's just like that. She's a jump. Just a so jump she's driving. Cut. It's yeah, a great scene. Yeah. She's driving. She's tired. It's a jump cut. She's crashed the car. She pulled an all nighter, which yeah. just goes to show no work ethic with these dizzy broads. <laughs> oh, you don't get your eight hours beauty sleep, so you crash your car, you dingbat. Yeah, yeah. No, she's fantastic. What's her name? Rhea Sehorn? Sehorn, yeah. Sehorn? I think it's Sehorn, actually, yeah. yeah. Kim yeah. Wexler is her. Kim Wexler. To me, yeah. she's Kim Wexler, you know? I will not acknowledge the fact that she's yes. a fictional character. You know what I do like about Kim Wexler is? So she's got a very clearly defined character. She's got like moral compass. Yes. She wants to do what's right and what's wrong. She's a workhorse. And then kind of she gets slowly corrupted. She loves the grift. She loves the... It's fun. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's it's all about fun. Same with like Walter White. He had to admit in the final episode, 
He didn't do it. It's for my family. Yeah, yeah. He did it because he's a sad old gay cunt, <laughs> all right? A white honky, and he wants to feel powerful. Yeah. That he wants to yeah. feel cool like Scarface. That's right. Same with her. She's playing by the books. It's like the secretary. Yeah. And you always, sometimes with a secretary, if you like unbutton their dress, they yes, love it. Yes, that's right. At the Christmas, you know, she's all very, oh, hey, Mr. Johnson, that three o'clock appointment is going ahead. And here is the file. But then you give her a, you know, a white wine spritzer. Before you know it, she's bent over the photocopier with a fucking cue of lads. Like, oh, here we go. Cue up, boys. Wexler, Wexler, Sexler. No, come on. Let's not do BS at now. Brian, that's quite crude, I would say. Sexler. Oh, what is this? You take this National Lampoon magazine? Have some respect. Uh, but yeah, so she's great, Kim Wexler. What yeah. I loved is um, they had a flashback to her with her mother. Yes. So her mother was like, you know, kind of drunk driving, kind of like a little bit like, hey, take this or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, kind yeah. of a little bit of like a scumbag. Scumbag mom. Yeah. But it would have been very easy to have like. I like it when it's not just like one event that shapes someone. So. It'd be easy to have, like, her mom be like, hey, let's drink, drive. Nothing bad can happen. <laughs> then she crashes her car and she's like, oh, now I should obey the law. Yeah, And then yeah. Kim Wexler's like, oh, mommy, I will do it for you, mother. I'll obey the law. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, no, oh, my legs got all the way up my cunt because <laughs> of my drink, drive, and accident. <laughs> I've got cuntus legositis. Yeah. But it's not. We just get a sense that her mother was probably just a cunt for years and years. Yeah, yeah. Just, and she slowly went away from that rebellion. Yeah. So rebel doesn't just mean doing bad things. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say if I have a daughter. If I was a massive whore, mm. my daughter would become a nun. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. If I was sucking cock, be like, hey, honey, let's suck cock together. <laughs> <Yeah>. Father. <laughs> Daddy, daughter, dad. <laughs> just under a bridge. Just jerking off hobos for 50 cents a go. What's wrong, honey? You don't respect your father, do you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then you know she uh, she grows up and you know starts running a comedy night. You know, the least sexual a woman can ever be. Uh, but anyway, it's great when like those things like that. It's so like stupid. It's yeah. like it's not even like bitter. It's just oh. reti- we're too retarded to be bitter. That's right. That's our, that's our biggest bestest quality right Thank there. You. Yeah. So, Kim Wexler, the whole time, people were like, what's going to happen to Kim? Everyone's worried that Kim's yeah. going to die or whatever. You're always kind of like, because she is so such a straight arrow, you're kind of like, for a long time, you're sort of like, why is she sticking with Jimmy? And then you, you get, oh, she actually enjoys the grift. Mm. She likes that he fleeces old women out of their pensions. Gets her off. Well, gets her nice and moist. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Jimmy has a real kind of like skill with old people. Old people they love him. him. Yeah. Old people eventually become his undoing as well. Do you notice that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. 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 Very uh, good. These guys know what they're doing yeah. right here. That's bloody genius. She's <laughs> out the proper boffins, isn't it? So, uh, season three, the big thing with that is like the courtroom scene to prove that. Um, Chuck is uh, mental. Oh, yes. Which so, is great right there. Yeah, yeah. You loved that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I love it when they can prove that people are mental. <laughs> I think a lot more people need to be in the court right now. Yeah. I'll put a phone in there and be like, oh, it turns out she's not bipolar. <laughs> there's a phone in her pocket. <laughs> uh, there's no battery in the phone. Check your snatch, love. Ah. <laughs> uh, and there's like a Bluetooth headset up her asshole. 
the full package. Um, and then she goes on fire. Why yes. are they in the court again? Uh, because um, what happened is Chuck had changed document. No, sorry, Jimmy had changed documents on yeah, Chuck, yeah, and then yeah. Chuck had recorded him saying that he changed the documents. Right, so right. That became a whole thing then. Right, okay. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. that—that's how Jimmy got law license suspended. Suspended for a year, and eventually. Uh, Chuck goes up in flames. He knocks yes. over the thing. His life's been ruined. But it's interesting for because after the you know the bat like so Jimmy plants a phone battery in his pocket, proving that the disease is all in his head. So then he's sort of like, oh, Chuck kind of has this like blossoming phase. He like you know he refurbishes his gaff. It's all electrical stuff in it, and he's like, I'm feeling much better, Jimmy. Yeah. I owe you a debt of gratitude. And then I don't know. He watches an episode of SNL. It's like <laughs> this is shit, and he burns the gaff down and kills himself. Keenan doesn't get enough airtime. Take McKinnon. What happened to Sherry O'Terry? Uh, Chris Catan. Ah. <laughs> uh. Sherry O'Terry was great, by the way. Very funny in yeah. the scary movie film. But anyway. She was, actually was. Yeah, she was, yeah. Anyway. You know what? Um, Chris Catan got mentioned in Nope, actually. He did. I hope he's... I have always... Get some help from that. I've always been a fan... I've been a Chris Catan man my whole life. Now, Norm can call him a queer all he wants, and hey, maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong. Hey, look who's dead. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I'm saying. If Norm was so talented, why would he get sick when he was a child? Catan, me too, the woman. Yeah. Yeah, so... A powerful woman as well. Now the bros can... Uh, yeah, 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 We yeah. can support that I always now. thought Catan was very funny, though, but apparently... I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far. Wait, really? I know, I thought he was like a funny kind of... Out of, you know... Um, at least he's memorable. I mean, you go through the whole long... There's a lot of unmemorable people there, like... Well, I don't know. I liked Chris Catan, but apparently he has a thing now where he shows up coked out of it at comedy clubs going, anyone remember Mango? To, yeah. like, you know, 18-year-old sorority oh, that's chicks. interesting. I yeah. was chatting to a guy recently who was uh, gigging in New York, and he did say there was some guy, but I think lesser than Catan, okay. who was like that as well. It was like he was in SNL for a year, and he's like, hey... You got a spot for me, do you? And like, who are you? It's yeah. Like, check IMDb. Don't check Wikipedia. Don't look under convictions. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, look, let's get back to so what, season four. Season four now. Season four is great. Season four to me is the German season. I love this. The fact oh. that they talk. You know what? That's what I love as well. So Breaking Bad, they're like, hey, he's a big underground lab yeah and you never go like in how the, did they make the lab in the laundry yeah, yeah. place and you never go how did they make the lab because that's not the type of show you don't need to go in detail like that it's yeah. just action Better Call Saul is like let's spend a fucking entire season watching them slowly build the lab very methodical it, it's actually a couple of seasons isn't it it's just one it's just season four. No, I think season three might be when they talk about starting it. No, but yeah, but then season four, but they don't finish it in season they four. Do. Yeah, season four ends with Werner looking out at the stars. Okay. Oh, well, this is, I made notes yesterday. All right, all right. I don't think they finish it all in one season, but look, I uh, could be wrong. We'll let the, the this, we'll let the, we'll let Mark Maloney decide. Yes, that's right. Yes, yeah, he's the judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. Here. So anyway, but like whatever case is, I love that stuff. It's I, very I, methodical. It's very uh, good for autism. There's some great autism friendly stuff in this. Like, mm. like you know, like Mike driving around the little thing, uh, around the warehouse. Oh, his little. Uh, yeah, I was like, that looks awesome. What? Where he's going around being the security? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm like the security. I, I wore a hard hat watching that. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's just very. Has Bob the Builder written on it? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just very like methodical mm-hmm. and uh nice to watch yes. it's very meditative yeah especially yeah, as the yeah. show goes on they get more confidence so, like we're gonna have a scene where ants eat some ice cream and just really have fun uh, yeah with it. yeah and really it you know it's it's um what would you say risky but you know in a good way to do to do that in today's audience you know where it's very like people don't have a lot of patience yeah. for shit you know and what also I mean? like when you're making TV... It's a good you, way to weed out the retards. It is, yeah. When you're making TV, all right, you don't have that much time. It's a pretty tight schedule. Yeah. So I actually listened to a little bit of the uh, Inside Breaking Better Call Saul podcast, mm. uh, which isn't that very... isn't good. They might get people on. Every now and then, it's just mostly people like, oh, we've got... What's her? Is it... Uh, you know the fat receptionist? Oh, Yeah. What's her name? Lindsay or something like that. Lydia. Yeah, Lydia. You'll have her on. Like, no, Lydia's the... Oh, yeah, the other one. Yeah. Lydia was meant to be in season six, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, they couldn't get her because she was in Scotland during COVID. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so they couldn't get her. Like, I think we can do all right without Lydia. <laughs> but anyway, they'll have, like, random cunts on. Be like, oh, what do you think about this show? Isn't it a special time working with all these amazing people? But there is little interesting pieces on the inside... Better Call Saul podcast. We're talking about just how like annoying it is. Where it's like we have to buy the ants. Like we have to like set up this whole thing and film it and get yeah. it. And like all these little things are like so they're just having like one shot of it. We have to do this, like sweeping thing and like fast forward it and like yeah, have him take yeah. apart the whole car. It's just a lot of annoying things for like a just a mildly nice shot, but it yeah. all works together. That a lot of people probably just skip through. Yeah, exactly. Or just be under. Because I know I did. <laughs> Whoa! What is this shit? Whoa! Boo! Get back to chicken, man. <laughs> what do you think about Werner the German? Do you like him? I hated he him. He was so funny. I'm man. so glad that he. Well, <laughs> he was so spoilers, funny. but spoiling everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, I love the fact. I'll just go out and talk to my wife for a minute. I must talk to my wife. She is my whole world. Mike's like, you, look. We are building an underground meth lab that's worth millions. These are not the kind of people you fuck with. Do you understand? I'm trying, like, they'll kill you. Mm. Yes, I understand, Mike. And then he just flops yeah. off. I'm sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> I just had to do it. I'm in spa now, yeah. waiting for my wife. I'm sure you understand. I do love facts. Like, I'll talk to them. I'll understand. I'll explain, yeah. I'll explain to Gus that I love this woman. And <laughs> Gus will understand the love of a good woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like the fact that it didn't like full on go like Gus is like kissing on a man? Yeah, <laughs> kissing on man, touching his booty hole and shit, licking on his body. What is that? Not things. You know what's interesting though? You go back to Breaking Bad. So obviously, you know the the chick, the Espolos Hermanos, the chicken fuckers or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But when Gus invites Walter over to the gaff, there's little toys in the background really which would you know seem to imply that gus has a family has kids even though he's a homosexual interesting they yeah. can't have kids no it's illegal <laughs> you know in the eyes of law and man and god it's completely you know i never noticed that that's a nice little you found something you kind of ruined the show there i did yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. very good at that aren't you <laughs> It's by my blessing, my curse. <laughs> yeah. So how could we I tell you what? If we had to like try and fix that now, what kind of excuse could we have? I Maybe think he's in there shoving toys up his ass. No, I think it's you know nephews and nieces. It's a lot like you know being uh you know 
in the crime syndicate, especially, you know, Mexican cartels. It's not like being Hollywood. Even if you are a buffy, you have to have a wife and kids just for appearances, you know? Actually, I can 100% believe that where he puts the ties out because he's a very meticulous weirdo like that. Yeah. Like, we see in season six, it gets weird where he's got, like, the the house with the underground tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of weird stuff he would do. He'd put the ties there and, like, very specifically put them where Walt can see them. Mm. Be like, Walt, I'm not gay. You can make meth for me. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be okay. Hello, I just love pussy. Mm. Oh, did you know, would you like to try our new uh, spicy chicken pussy flavor? It's uh, disgusting. I mean, delicious. Uh, I will not bring the met to the George, yeah. I promise. Uh, do you have a fish sandwich? No, I'm afraid we do not, because I can't stand the smell of fish. The smell, the taste. I can't be around them when they talk. Uh... Anyway, look, what, where are we now? So, yeah, the German... Yeah. They, so, basically, Gus... Gus has hired Mike to basically be in charge of overseeing the building mm. of the underground meth lab, and they get a bunch of German engineers. Yeah. And uh, Mike's got a little bit of German connection. He kind of... Forms a bond, finds a little bit of a bond with the guys. Some of the guys are okay. Some of the guys are a little bit troublemakers. But yeah. You know, they put these... Hey, they're like Gus, okay? Yes. They are men. Dudes. They're not boys. No, no. They're men with hormones raging through their balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My cock dig tunnels, yeah. baby. You know, some people are non-binary. We're full binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of jizz. What, <laughs> what is a binary? Is it is it cool? Yeah, I wouldn't know about binaries. Too busy watching the football. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's called football, not yeah. football. Right? <laughs> You're close. Though. I'm watching the football. Uh, foot bill and cash. <laughs> Excellent. I'm watching the bill. I've been drinking, so I said foot bill. Yeah. Well, you've had half a bottle of beer, Brian. Let's... <laughs> I've had less than that. Well, I had a lot of coffee. What is it, a cerveza? It's a soul something, Tequila yeah. Tequila beer. Yeah. They're pretty high percentage, actually, these shows. Well, no, they're only 4.2. Yeah, tried to save you there. No. You know what's quite sad? Uh, I was bringing a girl over recently, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I got vodka in the house. Mm-hmm. And I looked her, I didn't have vodka at all, so I bought these instead. Very, yeah. very cheap, watery beers. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, baby, it's just like vodka. Okay, so I assume it was a six-pack, and there are four here, so what, you said one <laughs> each? Or? Yeah, and I didn't I did drink mine, I got a headache. <laughs> and I was like, I can't get hard now, go home. <laughs> Maybe if you put the bottle up my ass, that might work. I've gone all Gus now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're using your German engineer brain. Perhaps if you put the entire bottle in my asshole, I will achieve erections for a lovemaking, yeah. Oh, in season four, by the way, yeah. we introduce Lalo. Lalo. Awesome guy. Holy shit, this Timothy, guy is amazing. Mexican Timothy Dalton. Yeah. 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 He's, but cooler. Yes. Sexier. Even cooler, if you yeah. believe it. Yeah. Fantastic performance. He's great. And he's yeah. so fun. And for like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, that whole world, they're great in choosing new villains. And he's yeah. probably the best they've done. Like. I think you're right. Yeah. He's so good at being like, hey, hey, nothing wrong here. And then yeah. shoot someone in the head. Be like, he's hey, very, that's how it is. He's very charming and likable, but he can switch up. You're terrified and aroused. <laughs> you are just scared and horny the entire time. <laughs> Which is like, what we love. God, look at that mustache. <laughs> and those pearly whites. Oh, very symmetrical face. Well, like so Lalo, there's no like... The secret origin of Lalo. He's no. just like, guys, like, hey, I'm here. I'm cool. I'm going to shoot you in the head. Yeah. You I'm, white cunt. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I will say about this show is 
with Breaking Bad. People get shot, people get shaved, melted, you yeah. know. It's, it just happens, move on. This, they, when violence happens, yes. it feels very real. Like, so Lalo kills that guy in the Photoshop or whatever the fuck. Yeah. In the, uh, yeah. Money transfer place. The, yeah, the wire It's very transfer. funny when he drops down like that as well, yeah. <laughs> very weird. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like he has absolutely no qualms with just, like, bursting in and killing someone in broad daylight. Yeah, but then, like, the whole next season then is like that whole thing, Mr. Guzman, that whole thing where like the family capture him and they have the court case, the family are there of the little the kid and oh, the money yeah, transfer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you get to see the family and how sad they are. And, and it's like you wouldn't see that in yeah. other shows. You're like, right, yeah, 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 they really go like, this is bad. It's like you, we're forced to live with the consequences of these acts of Much violence. Much like Saul. Yeah. And we call him Saul now because he's transitioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what kind of show is this? <laughs> no! <laughs> what culture is affected, Bob Odenkirk? That's what gave him the heart attack. Uh, yeah. He um, started doing spots in New York again. We didn't like what he saw. Uh, what type of hair is that? <laughs> Is this a Mr. Show sketch? No, pal. It's the real world. The world is a Mr. Show sketch. It's Mrs. Show now. (laughs) It's their show. Anyway. um, Yeah, Uh, so so Lalo's fantastic. uh, mm. Just just a great performance. Season five, then... Uh, you know, a lot of stuff happens with me. Hanks we really are glossing well, over. Well, I mean, if we go, we're off fucking like, hey, cut me some slack. We're at 52 minutes already. No, right? I will not cut you slack, <laughs> sir. Now go back to the start. <laughs> Episode one. Yeah. Reddits. Wait, black and white opening. <laughs> yeah. Who is this man in a Cinnabon? Perchance. <laughs> what is a Cinnabon? When was a Cinnabon founded? Well, hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's... Have you ever seen The Founder? Because it's, it's not about Cinnabon. I just have to imagine there's at least one freak who's never watched an episode of Better Call Saul and is still listening. Yeah, jerking off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever you are, you're my kind of people. Thank you. <laughs> there's a cool dude listening to this while drink driving. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a woman in his back seat. Yeah, he, he's just reliving the Stan Eminem video in real life. <laughs> But it's us. Awesome. They are Brian and James. I've been writing, but you're not writing back. And I made this woman suck on me sack. She won't stop crying. Soon she'll be dying. And Jazzy serves bacon in the fridge that's for frying. Please don't cut a one. Anyway. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm got distracted there on occasion. Uh, Hank, be quite funny. We, we meet Hank Schrader and Hank Schrader. Five. Is he only in the one episode? Just uh, no, two episodes two actually. Because yeah. uh, you know, like a sad freak, I went back and rewatched Breaking Bad after uh, Better Call Saul because mm-hmm. I was in COVID still, so I figured binge it. Yeah, Dean Norris is fantastic. He's great, and he said he says Beaner and stuff like that. He does. Yeah, He's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I'm like as well, you know. But I'm not a detective. <laughs> He is great. Uh, He's very entertaining. Like I kind of wish you got more of him, but they give you a little sprinkle right there, you know. Yeah, yeah. And Gomez as well. Gomi right there. Oh, Gomi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone. Hey, kids, remember Gomi? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we get to great the Bagman episode, which is directed. Who was that director? Uh, I think Gilligan. Okay. So Gilligan, what he wasn't. So the thing is, okay, it's Villigan. Vinegar. 
Gilligan, Vince Gilligan. There you I go. Yeah. There you go. I was going to help you, but it's like, no, he's yeah. got to learn. It's like, you know, the cripples on the ground. You don't yeah. help them. You know what I mean? <laughs> I actually, I, I put my foot on their head until they're fully submerged in the water. It's like, I'm helping them. Don't worry. You know how to survive puddles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Peter Gould. Okay. So Gilligan started it with Gould and he left for a little while, but he would come back and he came back for full in season six. Okay. But he would come back for certain episodes and if he came back, he knew something shit was, shit was going to go down. Like. Yeah. So when he comes back for Bagman, I remember actually like, this is how sad I am. I listened, for a podca- listening to a podcast. Someone was like, okay, uh, in three weeks from now, there's going to be an episode called Bagman. Yeah. It's directed by Gilligan. That's probably going to be awesome. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't wait, dude. Well, you mm. know what? It was worth the wait. Yeah, it was very, very fun. Fucking, that was like one of the best episodes of the entire show. Like, I was like, oh, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. He goes out there to get money. Shit happens. Shit and he's just down in the desert drinking his own piss. Like yeah, Ed Begley Jr. Like, Ed Begley Jr. and Bear Grylls. It's just... Fucking Saul Goodman and Mike Urban Trout wandering through the desert with what is it, seven million in cash? Seven million, yeah. yeah just yeah, yeah. dragging him out. Just quite heavy, I would imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. And um they did a good job of making them look like they were fucking destroyed by yes. the sun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just covering skin now, cancer. Was that the episode you reckon that caused uh Oh, heart attack? Of the heart no, that was season six. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Season six is when it happened, yeah. When was Bagman four or five? Five. Five, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then, let's just talk about season six. We're near the end okay, there. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, it. So yeah. season six is two parts. Yes. First one is almost like weirdly wrapping up the Bear Call Saul story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second part, it just basically jumps forward to Breaking Bad times. Yeah, well, post Breaking Bad and so- certain Breaking Bad times well. Yeah, we don't get to see much of the actual Breaking Bad world, which I get, that's fine. But I just would have really loved at least one episode where you get to see Saul in pure sleaze yeah, yeah. mode. He's got the money and the fame and he's just pure sleazy, just crushing up zannies and sniffing I them was going to ask you ass. that. Do you think like, so you know he's so high energy? Do you yeah. think he's just full of Adderall and fucking nonsense, like just drugs and Adderall? Probably, And yeah. he's just like, he's just going at 11 non-stop. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. He just why switch not? it off. You yeah, know? exactly. Why not? Like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Season you, six. You I think mean, he's got ADHD. It's actually a mental health <laughs> crisis. Poor Saul Goodman. Yeah. So yeah, he. Uh, season six. Now I love. I do love the fact that like, they wrapped up pretty quick. Season six. So like yeah. Nacho gets shot like second episode. Yeah, yeah. Great. I do love the fact that like Hector is still shooting him when he's dead, just like banging. Remember, oh yeah, uh, yeah. He's in a wheelchair. Oh yeah, and the two twins. The like. Yeah. The mute weirdo twins. Yeah. Which are very, it's very silly. It is silly. Like, it's yeah. a, there's certain things from that where it's like, it is a silly thing, but we put in this serious world. And I, I don't you know, there's silly stuff in this world, you know, yeah. James? Yeah. Don't be afraid to be silly. But, you know, it's a, it's a lot slower paced, more methodical than, as you said earlier, when the moments of extreme violence happen, it feels a lot more earned, mm. you know what I mean? Especially like, like, people get shot all the time. Yeah. But when uh, fucking Howard got shot. Yeah, when Laos shoots so Howard, real, I was like, yes! yes. <laughs> I jumped up. I was like, yes. Mexicans won. Why yeah. zero? I did a Mexican wave all by myself. <laughs> and I started coughing. Uh, yeah. And then, like, just the aftermath of, like, the fact that, like, something very powerful for some reason, like, when Mike was getting rid of his body. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mike has a code in this. And that was really the first, because Mike's whole thing is like the game. You hear what's like, you're in the game or you're not. You're in the game. And when you're in the game, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. It's like, it's the way 
Tony Soprano talks about is it. like if you're in this life, you're a soldier, you're in war. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's a code, and it's a way to dehumanize. And it's yeah. uh, so like he'd still be like, "Hey, no, I killed him, but he was in the game as well." Game. We're yeah, all yeah. after this common thing. It's like I'm helping my family by doing this. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah, a monster. Yeah. But with this, okay, you're gonna just fake a suicide for this guy who did nothing. His family was cunt wife who might be a bit sad. I don't know yeah, about that. yeah, yeah. But it's just like it's beyond. I think that's when Mike really is like, is like, I'm done here. Yeah, I'm I'm done like pretending to be like it's like a good guy. I'm yeah, just, I'm, I'm just gonna turn I'm, it off. I'm beyond reproach now. I can't be saved. So I'm I'm all in now, and there's yeah, no yeah. going back. I'm just gonna turn off the whole like, is it good or bad? It's yeah. gonna do. I'm, just I'm gonna told. get drunk and verbally abuse my granddaughter for being <laughs> shit at woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> that dovetail joint shit, you stupid cunt! <laughs> Fucking come here. Yeah. Do you remember Nam? Do you? Yeah, here, well, wipe your tears on my cock. <laughs> Mike, where, where's Sally? Oh, don't worry, we're uh, doing a little project. You know that girl is Sally Condon. Who's Sally Condon? So, Sally Condon plays Mike's uh, daughter-in-law. Okay. Uh, that's Sally. She's an Irish actress. Okay. She, yeah, she's going to be in the Banshee of Inisherin. Mm. Yeah. Well, good. Yes. That's good. What's f- I remember now? Uh, yeah, like the the age of the granddaughter. That is something that they kind of like. They've acknowledged that on okay. in interviews. Like, yeah, we it doesn't really match up hundred no. percent. But yeah, like, we have yeah. the actress there, and we can't really control that. Uh, and we kind of like warned Aris getting a new one. Okay, fine. Fair so enough. It doesn't really match up. There is little things like that, you okay, know? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm nitpicking now. Sorry. You're, more, you're finding more problems, and I love it. <laughs> I love when you find problems with me. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's, it's an endless bounty, the gift that keeps on giving. Even when I feel I'm about to get bored of it, I stumble upon something so egregious that it just sort of reinvigorates me and energizes me. It's like, oh, you really are a worthless piece of shit, aren't you, Brian O'Toole? But anyway, we love you for it. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mark Maloney's still paying money. Yeah, you got to be doing is, yeah. something, right? He's going to keep paying for another six months. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so then the black and white part of the season, then it gets very depressing. It's just Gene Takovic, where the fuck so, his name is. So yeah, this is kind of post Breaking Bad, where he's sort of it's not witness protection, but it's you know he he went to the the vacuum cleaner guy, Robert Forrester. Robert Forrester. Who they actually the the gun that was like the last thing oh. they shot. Yeah. So they're filming at El Camino around the same time, and yeah. they shot that like there. Yeah. I wonder should I rewatch El Camino? I like El Camino a lot. I think a lot of people didn't like it because it. Again, like Saul, like Saul, it was like, this isn't Breaking Bad. Yeah. But yeah. I think uh, now that you've watched like um, all of Saul, and all there's, of, a lot, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that you'll be like, oh, yeah, Rob Forrester there, or there's yeah, a connection yeah, there. Yeah. Like, I think I will watch El Camino. I think that'll that'll change it, everything. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. going to turn around for me after that. the final piece in the jigsaw <laughs> that was Cadden. Yes. Yes. I put that, bang that piece in, and I suddenly get enlightenment right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I have a stroke and die. <laughs> And my, but my trousers fall down, and then when the the CSI crew come down, it's like, look at his tidy penis. Oh my god, I'm glad he's dead. Anyway, season six. Yeah, we're we're actually over an hour right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll go a little. Well, just very, just very quickly, yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. it's the black and white part of the season. Then we meet Carol Burnett, and uh, she's great in it. Yeah, she's I, fantastic. I heard she's gonna be in it. I didn't expect her to have such an important role. Like she finds Saul. She, she basically, yeah, she causes his downfall. And one of the best things in it, where it's like, 
Now, I mean, like, Jimmy's always been bad. Yeah. There's a bit there, it's like, is, is he Jimmy gonna... going to strangle Carl Burnett? Yeah. Like, he has the fucking phone cord there, and she's going to call, and he doesn't. And I don't think even he, I think that's the thing where afterwards he's like, was I going to do that? Yeah, it, it, there was a moment where it's like, am I capable of actually killing someone mm. with my bare hands? Which I don't want to sound weird here, but I was on Ket recently, and I was in this place. And I was looking at this woman, I couldn't help thinking how, like, she was just worthless. You know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, just like looking at her, like, you know, she's very hot. And I was like, well, that's a very hot woman. And I was like, there's so many hot, there's literally millions of hot women out there. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, like you're, yeah. you're wort, you're scum. Yeah, you're just wortless scum. Like, like if all you have to offer is uh, and pl- look, pleasing aesthetics. Yeah, and I was looking around everywhere, like, there's like eight million pe- eight eight billion people out there. Like, everyone's just wortless. Yeah. Life is so shit. Wow, Ket seems to be doing uh, yeah, exactly. wonders for you. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I yeah, like, I just fucking despise everyone here. And were you loving it? Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> What's funny is it's being used as an antidepressant. <laughs> but Enrico, this is good. So you are having no, this moment I just of clarity. About how, like, just like this woman's shit. Yeah, this woman's so what? She hot, symmetrical face. I don't give a fuck. I took a brick to her face. <laughs> She'd be nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, be I'm better somehow. <laughs> I haven't figured out yet. I've got a podcast. <laughs> and then you start thinking about me. Uh, oh my uh, god. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. worthless fucking, uh, You know what? Everyone's just a pawn. I'm playing the game. Yeah. We're going to find Nippy. <laughs> Nippy? <laughs> Nippy, the dog. Um, <laughs> that's what Gene's looking for. Oh, that's Carol Burnett's yeah, dog. Exactly, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not. He, he's pretending he lost yeah, Nippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do like, I need to do more cat now. I yeah, do. I'm near a breakthrough right there. Do it every day, I think. You know, But you know how they say microdosing? That's pussy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. wasting that's time. That's not pussy dosing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Macro, baby. Yeah. <laughs> You know what else you get macro? Your cock. <laughs> yeah, just do loads of cat four times a day. And uh, finally, then, last episode, what do you think about the fine finale? Where he... Gets caught? Yeah. Again, like, I was expecting someone a big chase at the end. He just hides a dumpster and gets found. Yeah, That's that, was, it. that was great. It was pathetic because he has the diamonds and they spill everywhere. And he's trying to call the number and the cops are just like... They even knock on it. It's like, yeah. anybody home? Yeah. As if to say, you're a retard for hiding in a dumpster. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was definitely like, no! It's a real pathetic moment. Yeah, and he gets caught. And then there's a little bit when he's in jail where he's like, oh, I know the legal system. Yeah. And he, kinda like- he, he basically, he talks them down from maximum penalty to seven years in a minimum security prison. So he basically, it's a sweetheart deal. Yeah. He's managed to negotiate this sweetheart deal. But then... The bitch, yeah, Kim. The whole now, Kim has done a very selfish thing. She, <laughs> yeah, she's uh, uh, admitted her crimes. Why do you think about Kim's life? But why do you think about Kim getting banged by that guy? I yeah, love that. Yeah, that was great. She's just like, yeah, yeah. You can tell she's just totally detached and empty. She married some fucking loser in Florida. She obviously feels nothing for I him. I love that. That kind of like weird, kind of surreal, like her, like very kind of like David Lynch in a way. The kind of yeah. the horror of mundanity. She and she's just sort of sitting there with her group of friends and they're talking and mm. you can tell basically she's like you on cat yeah she's just there thinking these people are worthless <laughs> i could strangle them all and feel nothing 
And yeah, but then eventually the guilt gets to her, so she contacts Howard's wife because they made it look like Howard killed himself. Yes, yeah, fake the suicide. Yeah, but uh, then she confesses the whole thing. That he and was, then we have the great scene of her crying on a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just has a breakdown, which is great, actually. Incredible performance because the whole time she's very together, reserved, even yeah. in moments of you know pure chaos. She still holds it together pretty well. But she has this breakdown in the bus. So then she confesses to the crime. And then when Jimmy McGill, a.k.a. Saul, hears that, he decides, you know what? Fuck the pl- fuck the seven-year plea deal. Yeah. I'm going to actually admit my crime to absolve her. So basically he cocks out and gets like 87 years in prison. Yes. Now, obviously, my initial knee-jerk reaction was like, ah, what the fuck? Because that's, you know, his entire mode of being has always been self-preservation. As Lalo said, he is like a little cockroach. He will always survive. Mm. He has that survival instinct, and he does what... But also, he's been battling, I'm not actually slipping Jimmy to my core, yeah. I am better than that. But, you know, we just have so much evidence that, you know, no, you're not actually better than that. Yeah. And that your internal mode of being is this slipping Jimmy, self-preservation. I just, you know, it is a sort of nice little rosy, you know, rose-tinted glasses that he would decide to actually, for his love of Kim yeah. Wexler... And that is a very nice thing. Personally, I don't feel that that's what the character would do. I think realistically, you know what it is. It's almost like if a pedophile admits he's a pedophile and gets castrated. It's kind of like that. Where it's like I know I am going to do some bad shit again. I cannot stop it. Okay. Literally, I cannot control myself, okay. James. Okay. This is a confession, <laughs> but it's like I just. I like that. I like that. I contacted the <laughs> crying. God, Tuller's really committing to the bit here. Huh? Said, I need it cut off. You're and right. Actually, that's something I didn't consider. He's like, he knows he'll never be able to stop. Yeah. If he gets out in seven years, he'll just keep doing the same. No, shit. but it's also like a junkie. It's like uh, it's like Zachy. It's like I'm going to end up like that fat actor from Boogie Nights. Uh, what's that? That worthless cunt. Uh, uh, Julianne Moore. <laughs> uh, no, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to die out, j- out there. Yeah. It's not a question of if. It's like, I'm going to end up either back in jail. Yeah. There's no way for it or dead. You're right. You're right, Tortured actually. by... So he might as well do this to save Kim. And I'm then... safe in here. I'm kind of well-liked in here as well, you yeah, know? That's one yeah, thing I yeah. did like. The fact that like the prisoners are like... We know you, yeah. Also, yeah. You that was actually you probably an, would have become a meme in a way. It was an interesting moment in the on the bus, yeah, where they all started chanting "Better Call Saul, mm. Better Call Saul." You're right, and because the whole prison system, it's all about grifting. There's drug deals, stabbing convicts, yeah. gang rapes. You could have a whale of a time in yeah. there. You, you know? know how many gang rapes you could trade for cigarettes? <laughs> That's, that's how it works. I'll it? give you a pack of lucky strikes <laughs> if I let 12 of you come in my mouth simultaneously. Break my teeth. Yeah, if you think you can fit more in there, please. You know? I drive a hard bargain. I just need that sweet, sweet nicotine, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you're right. That's an aspect of it I hadn't considered. I just immediately went like, they made him a cook. Yeah. Oh, that's not cool. <laughs> that's not Limp Biscuit. Uh, They're probably going to make Saul kneel for the national anthem as well <laughs> no but you're right though he's kind of like i might as well because i'll never stop so yeah. yeah you're right it does work it makes sense i'm an idiot fuck me i like the way kill i like the way it ended there you like, happy now brian 
Yeah, it's it's more it's it's more bittersweet. Like I was thinking, like how would I like it to end? And I was thinking, what if they just like killed? You know what I was actually expecting, by the way. I thought, you know what? If I was writing it, yeah. If I was putting money down, yeah. I was thinking that Jimmy would get killed in the penultimate episode. Okay. In a real violent, kind of sad way, you and know. And then there's sort of a. And then it's all about Kim in the last episode. Weekend at Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm Jimmy McGill. Yeah. And the last episode would be all about Kim. Okay. Maybe like, actually, the show's all about Kim, you fools. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, it's much better. It turns out those cons know what, how to write a TV yeah, show, yeah. 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 To be honest, and then when I think about it, okay, so if they hadn't ended it the way they did, what's the alternative? He gets out in seven years, keeps going again, and just dies yeah. in some hijinks. It makes more sense. Because the and- re- more realistic ending really is, like, he turns out he's some fat guy in a casino who's like, hey, do you like, uh, do you like these? Yeah. He's like, who, what? Yeah. Like, I, got, I got my, I got a Nigerian uncle and he's got money. You have to buy this watch. And they're like, <laughs> get away from me. It's like that. It just becomes a sad fucking nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, true. No, I think it does end perfectly now that I think about it. And I'm an idiot for having so, doubted Peter Gould and Vince Gilligan. Yes, I'm glad I convinced you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but a great so a show. a 10 out of 10 show. I fucking loved it. It a was 10 fantastic. A show that I will definitely watch again at some stage. Yeah. I Sometimes shows, I'm like, someday I'll be in a nursing home watching this and I'll smile and then drop the remote. <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud. Uh, yeah. Lalo. <laughs> and just you ring a bell. Bing! And then flatline. I do the gun symbols to yeah. a nurse. She's like, what? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. A fantastic show. Great. Uh, we glossed over a lot there. Well, but... I mean, like we're doing six seasons there. Yes. Uh, How many episodes? Like It was one episode more than Breaking Bad. Okay. Right, right, right. Cool. There was a pint of thing to do. Said it has to be one more episode. Yeah. Just, just to really stick in Brian Cranston's <laughs> yeah. craw. Oh, and we also, like, did, very quickly, we got to see the two guys again. Oh, yeah. that was fun, actually. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, fun. Yeah. Especially, I did love the um, the bit in the uh, RV from yeah. his point of view. I was like, yeah, it would be fucking terrifying. You don't really think about that. Like, mm. yeah, he, and, like, and he did say that in the original show. He said it was Lalo's and Ignacio. Yeah, it must have been. It was Ignacio and Lalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then these two characters who are just so monumental yeah. in yeah. this series. Yeah. And uh, Gilligan's flat out said, like, yeah, we didn't know. We just made up some names. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So from, like, two Beaner names <laughs> that we'll never think of again. It was Beaner and Beaner. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, we have fun here. Yeah, yeah. we sure But it was do. fun to see him, yeah. And like, uh, they've said, like, this is definitely the last time. We can't keep doing this. No, like, I think they're right. I think this is the perfect end. I mean, it's... I did, I did really love, like, um, so was, the Jesse thing was him with Kim. And yeah, you that was good. Gone, you could have gone a little bit. I was, you know, what I was really expecting. I expected him to say something like, Kim said, like, hey, Jesse, you should break bad. I was expecting yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. no. But you did it just right. I really loved how, um, like, they made Walter White in the last episode there look like a real fucking asshole fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just trying to fix something, just being like an asshole. Yeah, it's like, that is a completely illogical question. You <laughs> buffoon. <laughs> but also, you go back to Breaking Bad, and it was actually Saul that kind of really forced Walter White's hand. It's like, look, there is serious money to be made. But then eventually, Walter turns into such a megalomaniac that Saul is scared yeah. of him, you know? You know what bit I forgot about completely? It's reminded me. The bit where, like, he's trying to flirt with the teacher 
where Walter White that's so the funny yeah. and he, like, he, he actually leans in to shift her who by the way her name's Carmen fucking smoke show yeah I know imagine she was the principal of a high school you'd be like holy fuck yeah, but it, the kids would not be able to do anything like, no not at all off non-stop <laughs> but yeah that's like that's the kind of like that's what I liked about Breaking Bad is a bit like Walter White was not cool and they weren't afraid of anyone going to show him like and like, he was a dork like the bit in the bar as well he was at Mike and Mike just punched him in the face you know or yeah, like, yeah 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 this little bits like that where was like yeah you're just a fucking weird fucking you're, you're just, a loser you are dude. a sap yeah and your child's a bongo you're a so. sap just because you do chemistry does not mean you're like street smart you yeah, know? yeah 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 Anyway, but anyway. Uh, I think that's basically it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do Nope a different day. Yeah, Nope. I need to uh, read more about Nope. And I might watch on the big screen with with a girl, perhaps. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Perchance, maybe. Uh, you'll have to be explaining things to her the whole time. <laughs> Don't worry, he's on the screen. He can't hurt you. <laughs> that's uh, an Asian. <laughs> Asian. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so anything else you want to say before we go? No. Uh, thanks for listening. If you haven't seen Better Call Saul, I don't know why you're still listening but I appreciate it a complete gibber so just watch six seasons and get back to me yeah 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 and you know it's funny if they they did try to come up to me in real life and talk about it I'd be like get away from me wow you freak yeah there's a lot of freaks out there yeah Yeah, yeah. there sure is we'll we'll get to that later on Yeah, yeah, yeah good luck goodbye